We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The annual Rotowire Stake League auction occurred today. I've got Chris Liss, buyer the last two years, joining us today. No, 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 not the last two years, no, not just the last year. Just don't, the last year. Don't libel me, Jeff. I will never libel you. I might slander you on in print, but I will never libel you. Coming up next on the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Everybody, welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Jeff Erickson here with Chris Liss. Right in the wake of the uh, annual Rotowire Stake League Fantasy Football auction that we did this morning. Uh, Chris, welcome, first of all. Thanks for joining me. And uh, how did you feel about your team? I feel pretty good. I did what I set out to do. It worked out pretty well. There were a couple things that, little things that I would have done differently had I known. But um, I feel like I executed the plan. And it wasn't the plan from the plan. 10, no. 10 years ago. Uh, it was actually a good plan, I think. Yeah, I, I did not ex- execute my plan. Uh, and I, I feel great shame for that. Uh, yours is obviously Team List on the screen if you're, looking, if you're watching streaming with us live. I am Monrovia Icky Shuffle. No surprise if you know anything about me um, that I'm the Icky Shuffle. But uh, Monrovia, it's just because I think ESPN forces you to... Uh, I put in your location and I just, or I did. Um, so, but, so, but anyhow, I, uh, I, yeah, well, let's talk about your team. Did you do your standard buy players you like, and then sit out the auction for a while and then swoop in late thing? Yeah, mostly I had the most money. I had 41 left and everybody had less than that for a while. And that was good. I felt like there were some bargains late that I was able to get. Um, I thought uh, Jackson Smith, uh, I don't know how to say his last name, Jigba. In Jigba, uh, yeah, he uh, he went for ten, and I just have him. You know, I just print out the NFBC NFFC ADP, so I kind of have an idea of where those guys are going. I know it's half PPRs; so it's a little different, but it's you know it's negligible in most cases. And yeah, I feel good. I basically punted quarterback and punted second running back, and that was my plan: was just get a lot of good receivers, get one star running back, preferably Bijan at a reasonable price, which I got. And then uh, I got Darren Waller too. So I got a good tight end. I got a, you know, a star running back. I got lots of good receivers and I punted quarterback and, and, you know, quarterbacks were cheap. I mean, like if you look where like Jalen hurts is going to the NFBC, he's going for like 17 in this. And so 
He went you know, for 19 because I, I was watching this very carefully because I'm the idiot that bought the first quarterback out of the shoot and Justin Fields at 20 bucks. And <laughs> I, I'm don't get me wrong. I love Fields and excuse me. Love them, love them this year. Uh, love the idea of getting a you know a really good running quarterback in this format. I think I wanted to get one of the top top six quarterbacks, but I overpaid. <coughs> and seeing those later prices, just I I, I knew it's like uh, I I even when I bought them, I was like, yeah, I probably set the market too high. I thought though, like Mahomes and Allen and Fields would go for twenty five at least. Yeah, I mean, it's not that bad because Fields could go for 15 and you went 20, so you overpaid by five bucks and, you know, that hurts, but it's not, that's not crushing that right. loss of five you bucks. You can recover from five bucks. Well, yeah. you know, I passed on Elijah Moore, Josh went 12, I could have gone 13 and I waited, I got Zay Flowers, I ended up going 14 on him, you know, little things like that or a couple bucks here and there. Um, and and I kind of think that uh, that Fields, yeah, you're right, this format is real running heavy because it's only four points per passing touchdown it's a point every 10 yards rushing, point every 25 yards passing. So all the running quarterbacks get kind of a big boost. And so it's worth paying up. If you're going to pay up and you didn't even pay that much. I mean, quarterbacks used right. to go for like 35, you know, in right. this league. Exactly. And now we're sort of in an era where quarterbacks are getting paid up for in the NFFC, even in a one QB league. Right. And you got field. So, I don't, you know, I mean, obviously, if you would just, um, if he'd come up later, he would have gone for five or $6 less, but. I don't but, think that's that. that one thing you always got one of the basics of fantasy football is know your league, right? And we've been doing this auction forever, and we know lately quarterbacks don't get paid up in our league. Uh, I got Mahomes but, for twenty last year, but this year is totally different, right? I mean, there's three quarterbacks going in the second round every draft, and Lamar Jackson, yeah, uh, goes in the third, and sometimes Herbert and Burrow in the fourth, and Fields and Lawrence. I mean, they're all going this year, so this is a different era in terms of where quarterbacks are getting drafted. And it's really hard to know whether it's easy to look at NFC ADP and you know, everyone else is looking at it, but who knows what people are looking at in this draft, right? They all remember last year and the year before. So it's kind of a wild card. I, you know, I, it was too much for sure. But I, if your team sucks, I don't think it's, I don't think that's going to be the reason. No. Uh, yeah. There's a, there's other, but there's a spillover effect, but yeah. Um, I, it, it, it's funny. Andy Barron's uh, posted the other day in Yahoo. They had a story. Uh, uh, Mike Harmon and it had like this omnibus article for Yahoo. Like you're, basically, they're it's not the manifesto, but it's their draft. You know, their their draft highlights and guides. And he quoted Andy Barron saying, "There, like twelve of the top eighteen fancy quarterback scoring years ever have been in the last five years." And yet, in this auction, we still don't pay up a little bit. There, it's kind of interesting. And it's a fourteen team league. There's a huge advantage to having a good quarterback. Well, last year, you know, I was a buyer, as you pointed out um, so nicely. Only one year. I wasn't a buyer the, the year before. I've been very rarely bought stakes in the 20-something Maybe it's years two of the this. last three or something like that. It, 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 it's happened it, a couple times recently. It's possible. That's the case. I haven't checked back that far. But, I mean, <laughs> if we look at, you know, sort of a, a, long, a larger sample, um, I think I've, you know, paid like five times out of 20 years or 20 I know. Years. You've done well, for sure. And, and I've also made sure that I've – out eating everybody when I'm there so that like on a, per, even when you are buying. Yes. Even, well, right. Cause I'm again, there's a discount um, for me because, yes. but anyway, um, the point is that I think the quarterbacks are a really interesting issue this year in all leagues because it changed. And the question is, are we in a new paradigm after last year or not last year? I bought because I drafted Aaron Rodgers cheaply. And I think I had Matthew Stafford or someone else as a backup. I can't remember who it was. 
or Russell Wilson or someone bad. And he was getting me like six points, eight points. And the Burroughs and Mahomes were getting 25 points in this format. And like, it wasn't like it used to be where the top guy would get 28 and your, and your Philip Rivers guy would get 21 or 20 or 18. I was getting annihilated at the quarterback position last year. Now, um, that may happen again, but I paid two bucks for golf and I paid a buck for Brock Purdy. And I feel like between the two of them, hopefully one of them can get me that 19, 20 points a game. And yeah, sure. I'll give up ground to the elite running quarterbacks, but hopefully I've, I've made up for it with, you know, just getting those two guys for three bucks total. Yeah. My plan. And so I, I planned oppositely. I, I planned to spend 15 at the spot and wanted to get one of the top six. I did, and then I kind of caught, caught up in fields a little bit because I, I do believe he is the breakout guy this year. I do believe he takes another step up, and the running is so good. I think he becomes a better passer with DJ Moore with an improved offensive line. And I think, you know, the schedule's cush. Um, all, all these things made me think, okay, yeah, I, I want to be on him. And yet, though, it's like I immediately started going over my budget right away. I, and it just, other things, you know, I, you know, you don't have to have a strict budget. I think that's one of the things about auctions we need to talk about a little bit there, but I like to have a general framework, right? And like, I, okay, I want to spend about 60 on my running backs. I want to spend about 80 on my three wide receivers. Uh, I want to spend 15 on, a, on one of these top six quarterbacks. And if I don't, if I can't, then I know I can pivot to a cheaper quarterback. But instead, I spent 20 on the number six quarterback, who I think could be a number one, but isn't. You know, he just isn't. And I don't know. I just, it just set the tone for me in this auction. And that's why I feel kind of frustrated coming out of it here. Yeah. You should feel bad about yourself. Well, uh, I should. I know. I know. I appreciate you encouraging me all the yeah. time. And not just about this auction, Jeff. I think you should widen the scope of feeling bad about yourself. I think uh, you need to take a hard look. But, but your life. But yeah. your life. You got it. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the other thing that was a little questionable was how much did you pay for Jameson Williams? Six. <laughs> Um, and, no, four, only four, um, okay. agreed. It was questionable for where I was budget wise. It was questionable. I well, don't it, for the format it's questionable. So he's out six weeks, right? And yeah. you only have five bench spots and you have these IDPs and you have, mm-hmm. you know, injuries and whatever. Um, you really have very little wiggle room now with this dead spot for six weeks. Now it's, you know, it might be okay in the beginning of the year, but it's also going to cost you like speculative pickups. You won't have a slot to do that. Um, you know, in the NFFC, I love him. I, I got him in my second draft. Yeah. Cause you have nine and, bench spots there. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't care. You know, I, I, the six games don't mean anything to me, but in this format, I was sort of almost cross him off the list. Like I almost feel like he's worth about zero. I mean, he could blow up and then you're like, ha ha, you know, big deal. He, he got, you know, he's the best you know, top 10 receiver in the second half. It's possible, but it's almost like the, the projection for him, at least outweighed by the trouble he causes um to me was not worth it 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 was you know he may exceed that because he's definitely up you know a guy who has a lot of upside but so here's the thing um two things one uh, i have three things actually one uh we're we're auctioning online right we're using espn's room how many times we say don't get burned by the plus one i got burned by the plus one. okay i wanted to bid three Right. Uh, it was sitting at two and someone did microseconds before me clicked it before me so i got four I'm like, oh shit! Here we go. I'm gonna get. Uh, it's gonna stop. And sure enough, it did. Um, I, 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 and every for me, every marginal do- dollar mattered. Two. Um, it's a 14 team league. We get that means at least 42 wide receivers are started every single week. Maybe up up to 56 if you uh, if people use their flex that way. Uh, 
I needed difference makers. I needed guys that could be set and forget guys in the second half of the season because of the way my roster build was going, because of the way uh, my budget was left and I couldn't afford it. And that three, the bigger thing is wide receivers were getting so priced up in this uh, this auction. I, I Left and right, I, I was just like, wow, another expensive. You know, all these receivers were expensive. And I know that that's the that's the trend. Everybody wants to say, okay, let's, let's buy building receivers it's the draft trend and it's definitely the auction trend it's definitely the stake league trend yeah for sure uh the other thing uh, i was going to say was so receivers are expensive and quarterbacks are cheap but one of the reasons quarterbacks are cheap is it's a 14 team league yep so it's pretty easy and it's only a it's a it's a narrow bench so you can't really carry two quarterbacks for that long if you have a good backup quarterback unless it's like some breakout guy unless you have anthony richardson and then he just goes crazy and Pete has him and Daniel Jones. He put $4 on, on Daniel Jones, and I wasn't going to do it, even though I love Daniel Jones. He's a running quarterback. Because I was like, I'm getting quarterbacks for a buck or two. I'm not going for – I'm not going to pay up for it. Um, and so nobody's carrying two quarterbacks through the season. You might draft right. two, but you're not going to hold on to them. I've I'll, had to draft – 100%. And I'll, I'll even – I'll expand on that for a sec. Last year, I had Mahomes, right? So I only – one week of the season is the only time I really needed a, a quarterback. That one week, I picked up Justin Fields. It worked out great. Well, I, I had Fields also. You dropped him, and I had him for like yes. half a year after that. Yeah, I couldn't keep him. I yeah. just couldn't. You know, it's you, you can't afford to carry the spot. So I, I think you're – and taking that back to Jamison Williams, your point holds. This is a bad league to try to kind of stash a guy. We have no injured spots. We have no – you know, we we do – actually, we do for – we actually do have the – that the, the IDP squad. – Taxi yeah, squad. I like that. That that's fine because but it it's only really for matter. IDPs, right? Yeah, we don't have yeah. it for anything else. So no, and it doesn't really matter. I mean, the IDP is like if you have a star IDPs on buy, it's sort of a way to stash him, which is which is fine. Um, but uh, but yeah, so the reason quarterbacks are cheap, unlike the NFFC, is people do take two quarterbacks, sometimes three. Mm -hmm. And so if you know somebody's getting hurts and Allen and Mahomes. And then if you play chicken too long, I mean you could play pretty long still in the NFFC. But you could end up with, you know, Derek Carr or something like that. You had Carr and Russell Wilson last year. Hey, I wait on the quarterbacks. I still got Derek Carr with Devontae Adams. Man, I'm going to slay this year. No, you're not. Um, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. You know, except we know better with Rodgers uh, in terms of like fantasy because he just, you know, for a couple of years now, we've known he, you know, the pace isn't there. He doesn't run uh, that much. But so. No, but two years ago, yeah. he was the MVP. I yeah, mean, but he, he wasn't the fantasy MVP by any stretch. He was still really valuable. He was good, but no, yeah. he was like top five. I mean, he was really good. He just last year he just fell off a cliff, and I think he was playing hurt, and he's obviously older. And but, he didn't have Adams. Yeah, you know, and he lost. Days. And he lost Adams. That was big. Yeah, and then Christian Watson got hurt, and you know, so it was kind of a disaster. Right, uh, the whole year. But um, I, uh, I, it could happen again. But but in this league, it's different because you're always going to be able to find a quarterback and because it's also 14 teams as you pointed out there's just less there's just fewer running backs and receivers available on waivers so spending that money on those positions which you just can't find very easily guys who are getting reps opportunities um and then cheap on the quarterback who you can always find the guy who is starting and put him in your lineup so i think that's the reason why i went super cheap that's the reason why even these elite quarterbacks go for less than they you know would in like the nffc yeah, indeed. Hey, uh, we got to talk some running backs here, but before we do that, let's take care of some business first. We're on the Blue Wire Network. Here are a couple of notes from them. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Thank you for your indulgence there. Also, we have a new sponsor. Uh, Our friends from Rival Fantasy have joined us again. Uh, Rival Fantasy. So if you're looking for a place to play head-to-head fantasy football games without the huge tournaments, salary caps are complicated game types, then Rival Fantasy is where you want to play this NFL season. From a twist on a classic game with Fantasy Bingo, where players generate a lineup to complete achievements and get bingo, to -to head-to-head fantasy challenges, where you'll pick which of the two players will score more fantasy points, this is the best of fantasy sports. For the 2023 NFL season, Rival Fantasy is offering new users a $200 deposit match plus a $25 first play voucher. Rival Fantasy is so confident you'll love the experience. They're giving you money to play out of the gate. Experience the future of fantasy sports on Rival Fantasy and become a rival today. And all these platforms that that people advertise with us, especially these other game sites like this, make sure you take advantage of those first deposit uh, bonuses there. That's how you get ahead. Um, you know, cause it's tough out there. It, it, these games are tough, but they're, you know, you can do well, but and you believe in yourself, but really take advantage of this. There's all sorts of things out there. That you can, uh, uh, you know, with first deposit matches, things of that nature, free, free plays, take advantage of that. If you're going to play anything on any of these platforms shop around. So rival fantasy, we thank them for uh, advertising with us and a great first deposit offer there. All right. I'm with Chris list. We're talking rotowire stake league. We talked a little bit about the cost of quarterbacks. It's a 14-team league, half-point PPR. We start three IDPs. We have a three wide receivers and a flex. It, it's a it's a tough, deep league. $200 budget for our auction. Uh, Chris, let's talk about what you did and uh, in, in your building blocks because this is something you do a lot in auctions where you select a few guys to build around, and then you kind of sit back for a while. Who are your guys this year? Yeah, so it was B. John Robinson. Remember, it's half PPR, so he really is going to excel in this format, you know, whereas like McCaffrey and Eckler are more valuable in the in the NFFC full PPR. Yeah. So he was 48. I was willing to go to 50. And, you know, Barkley was 48. I, I was in on him, but Lens, you know, the other Giants fan in the room started going crazy and I just let it go. Um, and then I got, I wanted to get one top receiver. I wanted AJ Brown, but he went for 50. So I got Amon Ra for 44. I know he's a little less valuable in the, in the half PPR, AJ Brown's more of a touchdown guy. So I get it, but, but Amon Ra might be that way though. Still, especially those first six, six weeks of the season, there's no Hawkinson. There's no, uh, Jamison Williams. Those first six weeks, it's Marvin Jones. Um, and I know there's some, like he's familiar with playing in Detroit, but this is a completely different team that he's playing with now. Um, 
I think I think Amon Ra is going to be right there. I I, I like that buy. You you bought Amon Ra for forty four, and again, wide receivers <laughs> across the board were, were were expensive. I ended up with Garrett Wilson, who I have in the same tier uh, at forty three, and that and it's like I couldn't afford AJ Brown. And CD Lamb went for forty nine as another point of reference there. Uh, Travis Kelsey, you know, there's no no doubting his value, but he went for forty nine. Uh, pass catching options were expensive across the board. Yeah, so I felt like I got a nice discount on that. I like getting Waller for 17. Mm-hmm. I think Waller is going to be like almost like Kelsey if he stays healthy. I mean, I think that's the big variable. He's going to get 145, 150 targets. He's going to be the guy that stretches the field. Um, so he's like another one of those $45 wide receivers, but he's 17 uh, if he's healthy. And then I got Watson for 21. It was kind of a funny thing. It was at like 10 or 8 or something, and I just hit 21. And I've been doing that just to speed it along mostly, even if I don't want the player. I... And then I was like, it stopped. And I was like, oh, maybe I could have got him for 19. I mean, I couldn't have got him for like 15, but maybe 19. So that, that was a good buy. That was that was a better buy than your Chris Godwin buy. A couple of bucks higher later uh, is your next buy along. I love Watson for the upside there in this format, especially because he's going to get a lot of touchdowns, I think. I'm a little nervous about it. I've got him in all three leagues so far. And says has uh-huh. been talking him up like it's a done deal. And it's making me a little <laughs> nervous. I mean, Jordan Love, who knows, you know, if, if he can even play, if that, if that offense could be the worst offense in football, it's possible. So we don't really know yet. Um, but it ended up being a good buy, but I really jumped the hell out of that bid and it just stuck. Maybe it would have gone to 25 if I didn't do that. Maybe I paralyzed people, but it's such a slow tick. It's not like, you know, labor auction or tout where you just jump it and everyone's got... 10 seconds to act they have like 23 seconds but uh and then i got godwin who i really like i paid up a little bit 23 but i just think godwin is a year removed from that acl now another year removed and Mm -hmm. i think mayfield can support you know there's just two guys it's just him and evans that's the whole team evans is getting older i think godwin could get you know 100 catches like no problem um and so i just got those receivers i got zay flowers i got jackson smith uh, in Jigba, I got, you know, Waller. I feel like I got all these pass catchers and Bijan and obviously quarterbacks play. I mean, Jared Goff and Brock Purdy, if Brock Purdy wins the job and stays healthy, they're the full-time guy. And so then really, what did I punt? I punted second running back. I have Deontay Foreman, Jarek McKinnon, and Chase Edmonds is, you know, probably get cut. But those guys and whatever I pick up on the waiver wire is going to be my second running back. And I'm okay with that. I feel like running backs are the thing that's easiest to kind of figure out, oh, this guy tore his ACL. He's the next guy that's going to fill in. Um, so that McKinnon was for of... five bucks is just fine in a, in a half point PPR, better in a full point PPR, sure. obviously. But um, just oh, I, I like I like him better than Pacheco for the price for sure. Pacheco goes for like twenty bucks, and you get McKinnon for five. McKinnon's been the guy that down the stretch last year was more valuable. I, I, I'm totally good with that. The problem is that I, he's like 32 and he's been hurt so much. So I, you know, I'm a little, I, you know, I don't have any depth, but that's all right. I mean, again, that's what the waiver wire is for and mm-hmm. running backs tend to emerge more. It's really hard to get a receiver on waivers, right? Like some guy comes out of nowhere and becomes the top receiver. Maybe there's one per year, but running backs, there's a guy for three weeks. Deontay Foreman was that guy last year for a few weeks in Carolina. Yep, sure. You know, there's always a guy for like three weeks does well then someone else does. Then there's like one or two guys that are like for the year are valuable. And I'm willing to, uh, to deal with that with all the wide receiver depth I have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's interesting because our, our roster builds couldn't are, are pretty much completely opposite this year, but I, I, I like going here route. I like buying wide receivers. I just thought that, okay, I'm going to, I don't know what I thought actually. I mean, I, I, part of it is like, 
I thought the bargains were the, the better prices were for running backs, especially maybe those second tier running backs. I thought that those those were a better deal than they usually are. And wide receivers, I felt were priced up. But maybe I just had in my mind, I had wrong prices. But anyhow, I mean, the other thing you did is you paid up for tight end. You bought Darren Waller for 17, uh, having a tremendous training camp. We've talked about him a little bit there. Uncoverable. What does that say about the? Hopefully it says more about Waller and Daniel Jones and less about the DBs for the Giants. Yeah, I think DBs are going to be good. Dory Jackson's good, and the rookie they drafted yeah. uh, in the first round should be good. I mean, hopefully. Xavier McKinney is, you know, he had a good year last year. So, I mean, I think their secondary is all right. Um, we'll see about the pass rush, and obviously that's going to affect <coughs> the secondary. But, um, yeah, I like Waller a lot. I kind of I kind of have Waller as my tight end, too, I think, like right I, after I, Kelsey. I have Andrews because I think Andrews is going to totally thrive under Todd Munkin. Um, I, I really think that that's going to be – if there's more volume in the passing game, it's Andrews is the one that benefits more than the receivers, but we'll see about that. I could be wrong. Um, I I do – although I think with Waller, my only concern is that he stays healthy. I think the talent is clearly obvious. It's just a question of how – you know, can he stay on the field? That's been an issue the last two years. And you got a great coaching staff that's going to scheme him properly. Yeah, and like, right. it's not, it's not the Raiders. This is like a professional organization now. <laughs> exactly. And, and then I got Dalton Kincaid and shoe denies being devastated. Our bills guy shoe denies being devastated. When I used five of my last $6 for a second, to last spot and took Kincaid, but there is so much hype on this guy. And they're, they were talking about how he's more of a wide receiver and Dawson Knox is more of a blocker. And if you look at the bills, you know, roster, it's like they have Diggs, they have Gabe Davis, who had a bad year last year, but he's having a good camp. And maybe Kincaid is the number three guy. Maybe they line him up, you know, in different places. And, um, you know, Ricky tight ends don't do much usually, but, you know, I, I don't want to go by that sort of inductive reasoning like, oh, Ricky tight ends don't usually do something. So one can't do something. Um, usually they're not disinvolved in camp and getting this much buzz. So it was a bit of a hype pick, but. I, I'm glad I got a share. I've, I've seen him go in like the eighth, ninth round now in the NFFC. Yeah. Uh, I, I always get a little wary of rookie tight ends, but we've got like three this year that are really catching my eye. Um, there's Kincaid. He's probably got the most hype, but I like Laporta in Detroit a lot. And I like Michael Meyer and the Raiders as well. Uh, and I, and I, and again, to the point we're talking about Detroit's roster, uh, there's, there's an opportunity to be had to get, get production right away for Laporta. Um, Kincaid, he's got, I think there are more mouths to feed in Buffalo. And that's the other thing I'm a little concerned with. You still got Gabe Davis, Khalil Shakir still exists. Um, you have some other options there that might make this. Oh, you a just little... mentioned Khalil Shakir. I mean, like basically they have two guys. They have one guy dig. I like Shakir. Well, I mean, he's just, I like guy. James cook a lot too, by the way. Right. As, like... as a third down back, but like, no, as a, I think he's a three down back. I think he's all three downs. So you're saying he's getting all the run with the first team right now over Harris. Yeah, but what does he weigh? I mean, it can, I mean, he's he's pretty slight. What do you he? weigh? Come on, stop. I'm down to 180 right now, so yeah, I you're, feel pretty. I'm, I am not. Um, <laughs> but let me see. Uh, um, let me see what I got to look him up. What his uh, okay. specs are? But but here we go. He's 5'11", 190. So yeah. he is very slight for a running back. I mean, you know, work done was like 185 or whatever, but he was like five seven. You know, this guy's 5'11", 190. I don't see that as a three-down back. I, I mean, they've pushed it in recent years, you know, McCaffrey right. and Eckler. But 
this is even smaller. I, and to I be think, honest, though, you don't really want him running between the tackles that much. No. You want him out. No, you want him in on third down. You want him getting all the the running back pass catch opportunities. Now I know with Josh Allen, it's not great, and that's the thing that could be a, on the because he takes off right. He doesn't. You know, a lot of quarterbacks they get in trouble. They dump to the back safety valve, but Josh but there's Allen been will also- take off talk about trying to limit Josh Allen and his dump offs and all that because he keeps on getting the, all right and trying to get him to dump it off more often because he's getting these soft tissue injuries he was hurt clearly down the stretch last year and you know that might be thing where he got pounded a little bit there yeah well let's not talk about his personal life I knew you were gonna go there I knew as soon as I said that like ah. <laughs> you stepped in it yes, you know, I did. Just, so uh yeah I, I think uh it's weird though you know it's it's probably best for him if he were to um, start throwing short passes rather than taking all his hits, but you really can't take that part of his game away. You can't take out the aggression of him taking off as soon as he sees an opening. And, you know, it's so, so huge of a part of his game. It's like Lamar Jackson. They're like, Oh, we want him to get rid of the ball more. And, you know, but it's like, that's who these guys are. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I don't think it's, it's easier said than done. And do you really want to do that? You know, are they going to be as comfortable? Are they going to be as in the flow of the game? If what they've done since they were kids, they, you know, they're telling them not to do. Right. That's right. Um, yeah. I, and so, so, you know, I know we're kind of getting a little far afield and looking at your team, but uh, I do, I do like uh, your, I like your point there. I like your roster build though, too. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I think I like your team better than mine. Um, I like that you have four, you have five receivers four, you know, five that you could start in any given week, uh, you know, St. Brown, Watson, Godwin, and then Smith and Jigba and Zay Flowers, two rookies as well. Uh, two of the top three rookies, basically. Um, I, I, I was at a point where I couldn't outbid you on those guys, and I was, I was annoyed when you got them both because it's like, yeah, that's perfect amount of upside. You're probably going to end up playing one of those guys in your flex more often than not. Yeah, I felt in command. You know, sometimes the auction, you make that one fatal mistake. I love Josh Ross. is so funny. He was trying to... Uh, make pete go an extra buck on alex madison and got him for 29 when he had like 50 bucks left and totally like devastated the rest of his draft uh, just to price enforce and i have price so enforcing much, mistakes are always the best mistakes so much respect i've done it many times myself but I, it's a real man tries to squeeze a dollar out of somebody and destroys his own draft in the process just to get that extra buck i love it uh, i have a lot of respect for it maybe madison will be good but that was a, a hefty price at that point in the draft but it was um, it's just hilarious. But yeah, the other thing I want to say is I got Purdy as my second QB. And, you know, I mean, I think someone else made this point. Maybe it was Nelson Souza. I, I've watched a lot of these NFFC streams, which is like stupid because I don't want to uh, be influenced by anybody else. <laughs> but I but I like what well, I actually like. I don't know. It's like a ridiculous thing. I'm like, I like watching people draft. Like I like just seeing the board unfold um, and how they react to it. I like it. But he was saying this and it's obvious, but, you know, Kittle is like the number five or six tight end. Ayuk is like the number, I don't know, 25 to 30 wide receiver. Debo is like the number 20 receiver. And McCaffrey, a lot of his value is from catching passes. And, you know, and, and, and so how's, how's Purdy not going to score points if all right. those guys are being drafted there? It would have to be the only way you could not have a big year, you know, and stay healthy the whole year if those guys do more or less what they're supposed to is if literally nobody else on the team caught a single pass. Like there was no, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know who their other guys are. Trent Scherfield. So there, I have no idea, but just none of right. those like third and fourth receiver guys um, did anything. Then maybe if it was just consolidated all in them, 
he could, you know, be mediocre. But even with those guys, I mean, Debo should probably catch like seven or eight and Ayuk like seven and then McCaffrey like four and then Kittle like eight or nine. I mean, you're already at 27, 28 without anybody else chipping in. Um, I just think it's kind of like he's been drafted really late. So yeah, it's just a I'll question give, if you're going to be able to hold on to two quarterbacks all season long. No, I'll drop one. I'll drop one. But it, but I'm saying, if, you know, whichever one looks better out of the gate is the guy I'm going to hold on to. Yeah. Well, and here and the, the, the downside to Purdy is that he's not fully recovered from the elbow. He's been found out he, that last year was lightning in a bottle. Uh, and Trey Lance takes over. Or, well, or you know, your, your favorite Sam Darnold takes over. Either way, um, that that that's the real pathway to him not being valuable. It, it's not because of his players on his team. It's because of, you know, injury or his own limit his own personal limitations yeah i mean darnold's basically zach wilson without the off-field achievements you know right. i think that's uh it's somebody the jets it's a natural uh, comparison yeah i mean it's the same guy one one guy's doing at least something constructive off the field at least mm -hmm. um you know intergenerational uh services is, is is important you know i mean people need that but the point is that uh that that the jets could have had Trevor Lawrence, right? They were they were in position to take him that last game of the season, and for God knows what reason, they like tried their asses off and won that game, and they got the number two slot. I don't know if you remember Bless that. Heart. Oh, I remember. And then and then Jacksonville got gifted Trevor Lawrence, and the Jets were like, "No, we don't mind. We don't care at all because we're going to take this other guy, Zach Wilson." It's just hilarious. Yep. yep. Um. And the well, and the Niners with John Lynch, who's widely considered one of the better personnel guys in the league, one of the best GMs in the league. He trades a ton of draft capital to go get Trey Lance and he can't even beat out Mr. Irrelevant now. Um, well, we'll see. Maybe, maybe he does at some point. I, I, I still maybe... think you're going to see Trey Lance this year, make a meaningful impact on the, uh, on a, on a game this season. I think it'll happen. I use my last buck on Chase Edmonds, who I think is going to maybe win that backup job in Tampa. And, I, and Rashad white, he's not like some established guy, but I probably should have gone a buck on Lance just in case in this running yeah, me too. format, because I mean, Lance, the upside is ridiculous um, with the running and in that system. So he's easily, I have him in one of my NFFCs. He probably won't win the job, but you know, I, I don't know. That was dumb. I should have taken him because you know, they put all that capital into him and they want to at least see what they have. They've never really seen. He got hurt, you know, right at the beginning. And first they, they started Garoppolo over him all year because they were contender. And then it was Lance's job. They got rid of Garoppolo uh, or they, they, that, you know, Garoppolo is on the bench and then Lance gets hurt right away. And so they don't really know and you can't pay up so much uh, and then just not give them a shot. The problem is the Niners are such a contender. They're like one of the favorites. So it, they can't just like a regular team be like, yeah, let's give this guy a shot because if they cost themselves two games. That could be home field. That could be the difference between winning a Super Bowl and having to play on the road against like the Eagles and losing. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. It could be. Um, we're going to let list fillet my team here in a second. But before we do that, a couple of notes from our friends at Circa and Fantrax. Get ready for more millions guaranteed. The biggest pro football contests in Vegas are back and bigger than ever with 14 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. Enter in Nevada, play from anywhere. Two ways to win and no rake. Play Circa Million, make five picks against the spread each week with 100% payback to players. Grand finale winner takes home $1 million. Last place takes home a $100,000 booby prize. With quarterly and full season payouts, $6 million is guaranteed. Join Circa Survivor to select one team each week straight up with no repeat selections. 
If the team loses or ties, the entry is eliminated. Each team can only be picked once in a season. Go 20 and zero or be the last person standing to win it all. $8 million guaranteed. 14 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit circusports.com for details. You can be this year's team of destiny. Number all. I did that just for you, by the way. I threw that in there. Thank you. Uh, Team of Destiny getting down to the final 23 and losing. That was our destiny. But everyone has a destiny. Right. You know, one way or the other. Um, But I will say that I, you know, I didn't go to the Vegas trip this year and I wasn't able to sign up. And I'm a little like worried. I'm going to be in this like low stakes contest with Sislowski. I mean, you could win a lot because there's a lot of people in it. But yeah, Kansas City Moose, Anthony's asking uh, how many entries I have. I have zero uh, because I wasn't in Vegas and I, I texted my proxy. You can like go in person, sign up with a proxy and then they'll put the picks in for you. That's allowed, but you can't just, you have to sign up. Though. You have to be in person to sign up, you know? And yeah. like people are like, Oh, have Jeff sign up when he goes in for the NFFC. Like you can't, you can't sign up for me. And so, um, you know, I, that's bad, you know, and that, and the, I want to do the, uh, the super contest too, yeah, the right? super contest, the circle million. So, I don't know what to do. I, I got to find like an online high stakes contest. I mean, obviously I can get in, you know, I have my home picking pool or whatever and I'll pick the games, but it's just not the same. And I, this is what I'm really afraid of Jeff is that I'm going to be picking these five games a week, <clears throat> you know, as though it's the contest. I'll even use the contest lines on my real man sports site and I'm not going to have an entry and I'm going to go like 72 and, you know, 35 and, you know, would have won it. And I'm going to be, do you see what I mean? Because I'm not in it. I'm going to have a legendary year and I'm real man gets his ass on a plane to cover for that. I mean, uh, I'm really nervous about this, Jeff. I'm, I'm really concerned. Come meet me in Vegas. I'm going to be in Vegas, both the, the the 24th through 26th and then the 31st through the second one for, uh, we're doing broadcast from Circa to help kick off, uh, Circa millions and Circa sports book. I mean, in Circa survivor. And then I'm going to be the following weekend, Labor Day weekend for the NFFC. Uh, so you should just come on out. Just get up, get on a plane, man. It's it's not a plane. If there was a plane, it's it's multiple. Come planes. on, the Lisbon to Vegas straight shot doesn't exist. What the they, heck? That they really so, should. So it, wrong. It's a travesty that 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 direct flight doesn't exist. But um, but it's not just that. I'm also going to be in France the next like couple weeks, so I'm not going to be on the first weekend, and the second weekend I could get there, but man, that would be a hell of a. I just got back from the states. I should have done. I should have just showed up at the trip and done it. You'll be but doing was, Cirque de Million uh, instead yeah. of Cirque, you know, instead. But uh, yeah, I really, I, I really, yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm really nervous that I'm going to have a mo- monster year and be like, dude, this was worth, you know, a million bucks. And I, you know, I blew it. So, yeah, you're going to be playing like uh, the uh, French football league, league one, I believe it is. Uh, uh, and uh, you'll, you'll have used parents at Paris St. Germain. And then you'll be like, who do I use next? Sorry. Yeah. Kept, a, all right. Kept on going with that joke. And it, it, it's all right. We'll keep it going, in. Jeff. Always go too far. Yes. Yes. Always go that extra mile. Yeah. Okay. Um, quick note from fan tracks too. for you. Fantasy football players out there. Is there something you wish your fantasy league had or features that are missing from your current leagues, bonus scoring, custom schedules or playoffs, deeper team settings? Well, look no further because we have you covered with our friends at fan tracks. Fantrax is the most customizable fantasy platform in the industry, offering the greatest fantasy experience for your dynasty, keeper, redraft, and best ball leagues. Create or join a fantasy football commissioner league, invite your friends, and dominate your draft this season. Fantrax is the top fantasy football platform in the industry. Are you coming from another service? Not a problem. Fantrax can easily import any of your current leagues and rosters and customize if needed. 
Ever have a trade go wrong or make a mistake in dropping a player? Fantrax Commissioner Tools allow you to undo any move with one simple click. Is there anything lacking in your current Fancy League manager? Fantrax likely has it. Fantrax is running a special promotion you don't want to miss. Sign up for free at Fantrax.com slash Rotowire today to enter for your chance to win tickets to any regular season NFL game for you and your entire league, plus $6,000 in spending cash. That's right, tickets for your entire league. Simply create a new league or bring over your existing leagues for more chances to win. Go to Fantrax.com slash Rotowire and sign up today. Again, Fantrax.com slash Rotowire. Fantrax, the home of fantasy sports. I'm here with Chris Liss. Uh, we just completed the Rotowire Stake League. Uh, he was a buyer last year. I may have mentioned that. I might be buying this year after today's performance. I Dude, I'm not stop happy with the reverse. Ju- stop with the reverse jinx, Jeff. It's stop no. I'm the- genuinely unhappy about my team. I gotta tell you. Uh, first of all, I like I said, I like to invest in wide receivers. I had a budget of eighty bucks for three wide receivers, and I wanted my flex to be a wide receiver. Instead, I spent $95 on three running backs, including one in my flex. What the heck? What am I doing? I it just, I felt this way. Like I, I want, I got the first one in, in Derrick Henry. I'm fine with that. I'm not like huge on Derrick Henry, but he was like six or eight, six to seven bucks cheaper than the other top running backs. Okay, fine. Uh, but then I kept going on Aaron Jones because, you know, you got to have another old running back. Um, finally, Damian Pierce for 25 bucks as, as my flex. And I was just, and it was kind of one of those where I was advancing the bid. I, it, that was my price in force gone wrong. Once I got, once I saw I landed, I'm like, oh, I really have to change everything on my roster now at this point. Everything with my plan. I got to go cheap on my other receivers, and I don't like going cheap on wide receivers. Yeah, if this team does well, probably the rest of your teams will be bad. So you're kind of actively rooting against the team. <laughs> I, I, I feel like um, I, I don't like Damian Pierce. I mean, I could be wrong. I, you know, I, I was just wrote something about this today on the, on the Substack. Or on the, I don't, I got rid of the subject, it's just real man sports. But I wrote uh, that don't investigate too many players. Like <clears throat> we used to say, research every single player, know every single team, know everything that's going on. And as long as you pay close attention to the NFL and you watch and you've, you know, been doing it for a long time, I think like your brain just turns to mush if you investigate too many players. Like you just want to like look at the pool, look at the ADP and be like, I like this guy, don't like that guy, and just draft off of that. I'm not saying not, you know, to ignore information. If someone's like, well, he, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like if someone comes up with something, but I just feel like it's really hard to weigh all this information. Like one guy, like, well, he's got a lot of yards after contact, but he's a slow guy, but um, his team's offensive line improved, but, um, but they split carries or they took him out on third downs. And there's all these like factors and it's impossible to aggregate those, you know, in some way where it's properly weighted. So you end up just leaning on a couple of things that jump out at you. Um, and I think like, forget all that. Just be like Pierce. Don't like him. Singletary's a pro Pierce. Isn't that yep. established? I'm just out. And like, I could be totally wrong about that. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying like, my take is no to Pierce. He's just in a, in a, he's not an established guy and he's got a pro competing with him. And I could easily see Singletary being the, the top back this year. So, and that's fine. Um, I don't feel that way. I like Pierce. I like his yards after contact. I like the way he runs. Uh, I think Singletary is just a guy that Buffalo spent three years trying to replace. And they finally did. Um, I don't, I don't really, I don't worry about Singletary that much. So I, I like Pierce. It's just that for me, it was kind of a, but he's not necessarily a target, but I like him. Let's put it that way. Um, but I would, if I had to do it all over again, instead of going for Derrick Henry for 42, 
even though I know he he's awesome, he's a workhorse back, blah, blah, blah. I would have rather gone like 33 on, on ETN and 35 on Gibbs and get both of those guys instead, uh, instead of the way I did it. I, I was, you know, it's a young man's position. I just, I, I kind of, I, I, I regret going the route I did there. Um, we'll see. I can find a way to make it work, but it, it's definitely not the yeah. way I like to build a team. And then it led me to like going really cheap at my uh, second, my, my second and third wide receivers. And, 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 if, you know, I'm not going to be starting a receiver in the flex more often. Enough. If I am starting a receiver in the flex, not, not by week related, it means something's gone wrong. And that, that, that's something that I'm kind of annoyed by there. Uh, I did get Garrett Wilson for 43. Very happy with that, especially when I thought other wide receivers were going for more in the same range. Uh, and then I had went all the way down to 17 bucks for my next wide receiver in Deontay Johnson. Again, I like Deontay Johnson. The lack of touchdowns last year, total fluke. I'm not worried about that at all. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Red Sea was part of Jeff, so I think there is a possibility your team could be okay. But, um, yeah, I, I liked Wilson fine. I think I was at 42 when you went 43, and then I let him go. Yeah, you Johnson, Johnson um, I don't love him in the format because he's a he's a target accumulator, a pass catcher, and so it's half PPR. And then he will not score zero touchdowns, but maybe he scores five or six. I don't think he's like a nine-touchdown guy probably. Right. He's just very small. And, um, you know, Pickens is the guy who makes sort of those like deep over the defender catches but johnson is the guy that gets separation right pickens just makes the acrobatic catch so you know i, I like johnson in the nfsc format um half point ppr it's not standard you know you're gonna yeah, get, get, you get something you're gonna get, you're gonna get something for those two yeah no i mean it, it makes a difference i don't know obviously you know if, if your running backs ball out you'll have a good team and all those guys are starters and they all could ball out if they stay healthy they could be good. I'm sort of out on Jones just because the age and the mileage. And I think Dylan is actually good. I think Dylan. Um, I think I think Dylan's terrible. I think really, especially you know he he's he's the new Ron Dane, big quadzilla. We're gonna run him at the goal line all the time, and he doesn't get in all the time. I, I just I I think that Jones is actually a better goal line runner than Dylan. I that may be that, that may be true at the goal line, but Dylan has always had you know four plus yards per carry. He, he can catch the ball. He's not a stiff as a yeah. pass catcher. And I think the Packers probably run it more this year with uh, Jordan love because, you know, Rogers threw so much in the, in the red zone. That was Rogers. That's thing. true. He's always thrown but to that, Adams. That bodes well for both backs, I think. Yeah. So, I, but I, I think, I don't know. We'll see. You're right. I, Jones Jones was definitely the more, you know, was like an elite talent uh, when he was younger. I just think like, okay, he's, what is he? 28 or almost 29. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the class of 2017, along with Dalvin cook, Camara, McCaffrey, um, all those guys are getting, you know, mixing. They're all getting older. Yeah. Uh, I went uh, for a lot of upside type of young receivers for that third spot. In addition to Jamison Williams, which we've already vetted, Quentin Johnson, you know, he was cheaper than the other top rookie wide receivers. He went for six. I was kind of surprised he stopped there, but I was like looking for anything in that price range because my max was eight at the time. So I was just hoping to get a $6 receiver. Got Bateman from the Baltimore Ravens for three bucks. His the news on him hasn't been good in camp with his foot, which is why it was so cheap. Uh, meanwhile, you paid I think what fourteen for Flowers, and I think they're kind of at the same value a little bit. As t- I, I, I would have been happy happier to have uh, Flowers for three, but you know, I'm happy to have either of them for three is kind of the way I was looking at it there. Mingo, I really like for a buck. I think he he's Ole Miss wide receivers. He's already first on the depth chart there. I like him a lot. 
Um, and then KJ Osborne also for a buck. He's actually starting right now. We'll see if that lasts over Addison, but I'm okay for a buck anyhow. Yeah, when you get the fourth option on a team, Jeff, you got to do it. Um, not <laughs> not include the fourth receiving option, but but that I, I like Mingo. I think you know he could be the number one guy, and you know maybe um, you know maybe Bryce Young is good, and yeah, that that could be right away. And then uh, Johnson, I'm kind of Johnson, I'm kind of out on because uh, they just have you know Mike Williams probably get hurt, um, but there's just a lot of mouths to feed there with Eckler being like yeah. another receiver too, but. Maybe he'll be good. I'm kind of out on Mike Williams too. I don't want to like sort of guess which guy's going to get it. I guess Johnson's a lot cheaper. So um, it's, it's probably the better guy, but I think Zay flowers is definitely better than Bateman. And Bateman's hurt. You know, like he, he's I think still- I, I'd, I'd rather have flowers than Bateman, but I'm just saying for the, I'd rather have flowers like six. Um, well, yeah, I would. I want to have him at six too, but I couldn't yeah. get him at six. Somebody kept bidding me up. Yeah, I, sure. I think flowers. I mean, this is obviously camp buzz time type of stuff, but they just say he's like super quick and I think he's going to be their number one guy. I don't think Beckham is going to get it back. I think he's too far gone from I agree with you, you there. know, and then Bateman's hurt. And then what, what else do they have? I mean, they have this rookie who's sort of destroying it in camp and, and Mark Andrews. And I think those are going to be his targets, but we'll see. Maybe I'm buying too much into this training camp. hype. I, I got Kincaid and flowers. Yeah. You're, if one thing I know is that you're big in training camp hype and videos, that's, that's like what you, it's like your draft, your draft prep method is who's got a good training camp video for me today. It's, it's whoever's most jacked. Remember I drafted Yasiel Puig cause he was looking super jacked. <laughs> and then I drafted Barkley last year. He was super jacked. Barkley did. Okay. You saw but, him on the beach, bro. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to look at who you're drafting, you know, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, again, I, I usually ignore training camp hype, but, for some reason, little things jump out at me and the NFL is a little different now. You know, I think these small, quick route runny um, slot type of guys like the Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, they, the, those are the guys taking over the league. CD lamb is like six feet, like 180 or something. You know, they're, they're tiny uh, BMI guys. It's like a small man's league for receivers. Cause I guess they can't beat them up as much as they used to. And I feel like if, if a guy is that certain kind of, um, quickness, they just can't hang with them. And especially in a PPR league, this is obviously half PPR. And um, I don't know. I've just sort of changed my whole philosophy on drafting receivers last few years. Yeah. Uh, well, and I remember like, who was the Jets receiver that was drafted the first round? Bigger guy. Uh, you know, he, he was a total flop, but you know, his Stephen med- Hill, Stephen yeah, Hill. Yes, that's exactly it. Oh, he's huge and yeah. fast. Oh yeah. Gotta get him. And you know, that didn't work out so well. Can he actually play is also a question. Too. I mean, I'm starting to come around. I used to just think the get the biggest, fastest guy I was drafting like Matt Jones on the Jaguars. Remember that guy? Yep. He was like oh, yeah. 240 and ran like a 4-4. Of course. But but I'm starting to think that, you know, believe it or not, the most important skill is football skills. You know, it's like actually being a good you. football player. And I but agree. that is more the case now, though, because I think that it's not just a physical. Like think about the NBA in the 90s, like the Knicks against the Pistons or the Pacers. Like, could, you know, Dale Davis and Antonio Davis play basketball? No, but they could club you if you were going up for a layup. You know, I mean, you needed guys like that. Charles, Charles Oakley, Oakley. Yeah. Yeah. Mason, right? These were the guys, although Mason could kind of handle the ball a bit. But, you know, and, and now the NBA is different where it's just such a skill game. Um, and I feel like the, the NFL has kind of followed suit a little bit where um, just being a brute isn't, you know, that's not enough. Like, you, you know, it's, it's all about... Um, just these football skills. And I think it was Scott Barrett who came up with this. 
uh, tweeted this out that basically if you have two guys drafted in the same round, like the second round, say two receivers in the NFL draft, always draft the less athletic one because he's there for football skill and the guy, you know, cause they're basically valued the same roughly. And the guy who's super athletic, who's drafted there um, is there because he's super athletic. Now, of course, like there's AJ Brown and DK, DK Metcalf. Metcalf. Yeah. yeah. They panned out and Terry McLaurin is pretty athletic, but, um, but uh, uh, you know, I guess more often it's the guy who's just really skilled that ends up panning out. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you get DK Metcalf and the other, uh, and sometimes you get, and, and meanwhile, the other team has taken JJ Ortega with downside. So, I right. mean, it can, yeah. it can happen wrong sometimes yeah. too, yeah. but um, so anyways, uh, but finally we got an IDP element here. Um, we don't have to spend too much time on this, but you, uh, you've spent up sometimes on an IDP player. I, I spent it like, you know, more than the marginal one unit, you know, that's what I'm talking about spending up. You spent three on Roquan Smith. I spent four bucks on a, a, a Max Crosby. I always believe in getting the elite defensive linemen because I think they're pretty rare. Um, we have to take, and, and for background, we have to take one defensive lineman, one linebacker and one defensive back. Um, so it's not really that deep, but I feel like linebackers are a dime a dozen. You can almost always find a linebacker that piles up the tackles. Yeah, I was price enforcing. I mean, it's a minor error, but I thought someone's yeah. going to go four because Rokon Smith is like the top of the list. Yep. And if he ends up being the guy who gets 160 tackles or whatever he's projected for, then that'll be fine. But you're right. It's pretty easy, especially week to week. You don't need a guy who gets that on the year. You can get a guy who gets hurt. Then you pick up another guy who's getting 12 tackles a game mm -hmm. um, for some random guy you've never heard of. And I, I do that all the time. Um, so that was kind of a mistake. I didn't mean to do that. I meant to go a buck on each. Um, safeties always seem to get hurt and they never seem to the preseason rankings never hold up. So I just got Richie Grant who I've picked up once or twice before as an IDP and was fine for me. Um, and then Dexter Lawrence is a defensive tackle. So he's not going to get the sacks like Max Crosby, but he's going to get a lot of tackles. Like he's reliable. He'll get you three, four a week. He probably won't have those nine point weeks, but he won't have those like ones and zeros too. So, um, I'm happy with him for a buck. Yeah, it's a fair trade. I mean, I, I always believe in like, you get that guy that has like a two sack game. You're like, oh yes, I got, I, I just got an extra player there. Basically, it's the way I look at it there. So, I, I don't know. Um, and there's, I there, but then again, you can get that. There's they always, there's always a cliff year for defense for defensive ends too. You know, you get the JJ Watt injury year. You know, next they, those guys get hurt too. Oh, uh, they're like Ferraris. You know, the Boses are always hurt. JJ Watt got hurt. Yep. TJ Watt was hurt last year for some of it. Um, Dexter Lawrence, by the way, had seven and a half sacks last year. So it wasn't like nothing, right? Right. But he's just, he's just a beast. You know, he's just one of the best, um, interior linemen in the league. And I think he'll get his, you know, I could have taken Kayvon Thibodeau also. Um, but it's, that would be more speculative. I, there was also someone took Aiden Hutchinson. I realized right after that, I should have maybe taken him, but right. Um, whatever. I spent a buck on it and, uh, I didn't do a lot of research either, to be honest. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, any other observations from this? It was fun. I see Pete is chirping, uh, and Barons are chirping, uh, mocking my team. Um, and, uh, and then Pete said that the power rankings, uh, in the, my fantasy leagues, uh, have me last, uh, which that is, I'm happy with that. Um, because, it, it probably means my team's good, but also it's, it's from that second running back slot, right? Because they sort of draft as though like Deonta Foreman is going to be there on all year, no matter what, you know, he's what's protected for what 500 yards four mm -hmm. touchdowns. So they just give me that, but of course I'm going to work that spot. And so when you like purposely punt a spot to work, 
um, you're going to do poorly on those uh, automated tools, but uh, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't worry about it too much, but maybe Jeff, maybe, maybe we should do a side bet. I mean, the, the league likes your team better than mine, the, uh, the software. Oh, does it? That that's, that's amazing. Cause I, I don't, but yeah, of course, out of principle, uh, what do we say? 50 bucks, 50 bucks. 50 bucks. All right. We got to email it though. Cause if you don't email, you won't remember. People were paying me at the steak dinner for some bet we made. I'm the one that remembered. Yes. yes. Yeah. I, you're I, good. That was great. Yeah. Got all this money. Yeah. Uh, and that was for the, and that was for, uh, our, our draft that we do at the steak dinner every year where we, uh, we used to do the steak dinner in January, uh, when you still lived out here and we do like NCAA teams. And instead now we have to do NFL for the following season, Super Bowl teams. Two years ago, I got the I had both the Bengals and the Rams. So by the time the Super Bowl, I'd already had it won. Last you should have got a bonus for that if you get both. You should, you should get like an extra hundred from everybody because that's such a like that's the for nuts, sure. you know. For sure. Uh, next year when we do the draft, let's stipulate to that. That I mean, that's a legit thing. If you get both teams, it's very hard to do that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly right. All right, man. Hey, I'm glad you could come on. Uh, Realmansports.com. What do you got cooking there? I just wrote sort of a nobody knows anything piece, just talking about um, just some observations about how you shouldn't uh, basically, um, you know, like if, what the hell was I saying? Actually, I'm just spacing out. You don't but, even uh, know what you, what you no, know. No, 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 no. It was good. It was good. Anything. It was good. <laughs> nobody knows anything, including me about my own site. No, no. I, wrote, I basically just wrote a bunch of, you know, tips and things to look at. Like, you know, you don't have to have a roster that's totally complete. Um, you don't have to, we don't know whether there's a paradigm shift for one year, these quarterbacks. Um, but it's at least because everybody's taking quarterbacks earlier. If you do take a quarterback earlier and then the opportunity cost of not having the receiver or the running back is less punitive than it mm -hmm. was where you were like one of two people to take an early quarterback. So it actually makes more sense paradoxically that everybody's doing it to also do it. Like when everyone's pushing up closers, it's safer to push up closers because that's just the going rate for them. Um, and some observations like that. I, I really wish I remembered because I had some good ones, but um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm three days into a four day fast and uh, it's 10 o'clock at night here. So I'm a bit spaced out. Yeah. Fair enough. You're a little loopy. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you for coming on uh, nine o'clock night, nighttime in Portugal. Uh, good draft today. It was fun. Uh, yeah. Always fun and always fun to do these so thanks for coming on everybody check out chris underscore list on twitter realmansports.com uh coming up we've got our usual slate of podcasts for the rest of the week thanks for tuning in take care